We Like Dota is brought to you by the generous support of our patrons. Patrons like Eold Raven, Ninja Skills, Samson Magnuson, RX Cowbell, Surreal, CBX, Mr. Fancy Pants, Beandoll, Modster, Icebug, Spangwin, Titus Andromedon, Dank, Xynosin, Dolly Kauschef, Paul Turner, Jeffrey Peterson, Kruger, Javier Latuplay, Wisp, Zeke, Strawcap, That Charlie, Justin, and Zach. We like Dota, episode 337. Starts now. Alright, hello and welcome to We Like Dota, episode 337. My name is A2K. I'll be your host for today. That rhymed, dude. What a rap god. Uh, joining me today is Sam. Hello. Yeah, it's this Sam this time. Uh, we just switched Sams between this week and last week. Uh, so Sam, how was your tax refund? It's been good. I uh, I used it to, to buy some drinks. Um, so wait, wait, wait. How, how, how much did you get? I, if you don't want to say that, that's... I made... I got like 200-some dollars in a tax refund. So can you explain those to me really quick? Because I don't think these really exist in Germany in the way they exist in America. So, like, I've never gotten one. So I mean, I don't pay much taxes, but that that's not the point. Yeah, I would say that it's a... It just has to do with, like, um, how we pay taxes, I think, in the U.S., Um so you get taxes taken out of if you like have like a payroll um you most likely already get your taxes taken out um and if you don't make a certain amount of money essentially um like like i very low income because i was a student for most of the year and then was unemployed for most of the year so Mm. uh, i only made like four grand or something on the year uh so the amount that i actually gave to the government in taxes is like way disproportionate to what I made and like kind of like I don't know to to maybe get a little political here like what I deserve from the government um sure okay so you're you're happy with your tax refund I'm happy with it but I also wish it uh, I I had gotten any stimulus checks um wait why didn't you get any because of like wasn't supposed wasn't everybody supposed to get one in America so if you are claimed as a dependent by your parents um you cannot get one or like they oh, they bad, they basically get the money instead or like part of it um depending on like age brackets and which check we're talking about like the the regulations they should just give bit. that shit to everybody yeah and and the thing is like uh for a lot of people with like i don't want to talk about like it's not necessarily me but um people with dysfunctional families like don't yeah like, maybe the parents just keep that shit right correct like you're essentially locked out of that check that you might really need like there's you can imagine that there's a lot of like struggling college students and mm. you know people that are like in their young and just starting their careers and especially during a pandemic it's really tough um yeah well uh as exciting and thrilling uh, talking about the american financial system is uh, we're here to talk about dota 2 sam we are so i think we'll head off to the dota phoenix here it sounds good Sam, how was your week in Dota? And how did it make you feel? See, you don't interrupt me. Sam interrupted me last week, but this Sam doesn't. All right, cool. Maybe just because I don't know where you're going at any point, honestly. Um, I just let you finish your thoughts before I get mine out. Good, good. As it should be. Yeah. Um, Or I try to. Uh, This week has been kind of, like, boring. Honestly, I didn't play a lot in the past, like, three or four days. Um, And then... Dude, this guy, he plays in, like, three Dota tournaments, and then he says, like, yo, I barely played, like, Dota this week. (laughs) Well, okay, so one of my series got rescheduled, um, and then I'm only playing in one other tournament, right, or one other league right now, which was RD2, is basic RD2L, and we played an interdivisional playoff game uh, this week, in which we, or so, series in which we won. Can you explain the format for me really quick, because I'm not too familiar, Sally. Sure, so RD2L is a drafted 
uh, team uh, tournament in which there are four divisions based on like what days that you play. And then each division, which is made up of like 10 to 20 teams, plays out uh, a se- like a, a season. And then they declare like a winner, you know, you play through playoffs, whatever. Um, and then after that, each division sends their top team to go play in like an interdivisional playoff bracket. So, oh, so you're the top team from your division? We're both the top team from our division, and we're about to play in the grand finals of the interdivisional playoffs. So we might oh, be the best you're team. You're so good. In the, in the entire in the RD2L in all of RD2L, yeah. Damn. So how many teams are playing there? Uh, definitely more than like forty. Um, Damn, that's pretty good, dude. That's way better than we ever make with like our team. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm. I happen to be playing with a very, very good player. Um, like a, a mortal one eighty, something like that. So, uh, and and because of the way that RD two L is structured, and because it's like a draft system, um, and it's a weighted draft, uh, it actually kind of hurts him to be such a high MMR, but. In in any case, we're, I'm learning a lot, and we're performing pretty well, and that's cool. Showing the haters, you know. Yeah, show them, dude. <laughs> nice, nice. So you were playing in another tournament, right? Uh, no, I was playing that one this week. Um, ah, okay. We could so talk about Masters. You didn't play this week. No, that's I'm playing that tonight. Um, I don't. I, I so don't. are you doing as well, or are you doing like better or worse? I think we've only won like one game of maybe six we've played. So, it's... well, you can't be a god in every tournament, right? Yeah, I think you have it, to balance it out. I think it's way harder actually to play. Um, in RD12 Masters, you come in with like preset teams, like you decide who you want your teammates to be. Um, sure. I'm not good at that because I don't have friends and I'm not personable. So uh, <laughs> just kind of like walked in in the last week and was like, who needs uh, support? And so I'm playing f- position four, which is un- kind of uncomfortable for me or like new to me. And yeah. I'm playing with some new guys. Um, yeah, it's it's fine. I, I just nice. want to play for the experience, really. So your professional career is progressing quite nicely, sir. Yeah, you know, soon I'm going to be on the pro circuit. No time yeah, no time yeah, at all. for sure. <laughs> nice. Well, my week in Dota wasn't quite as professional. I just, uh, I lost a bunch of MMR last week, like 250 probably. Oof. And I grounded back in like two days, like uh, yesterday and Friday. Uh, I played a lot. I like, I stopped playing like every role in ranked and just started playing just mid again. It's a longer queue. Uh but it also means I win most of my games, apparently. So I won one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine ranked games of those solo games, and I only lost two. So yeah, I got like 200 MMR back already, and I'm like one or two games away from gaining the star, and then maybe I'll actually make it to Ancient again. Um, I've been playing a mix of hero, but that mix, uh, I've played like four heroes, uh, but that mix was heavily weighted towards uh, Lina mid, which is super fun to play, I gotta say. Uh, I slept of... on it for a while. I was gonna you say, wanna say something? Yeah, nine of your last 12 games have been Lina. <laughs> so, <laughs> a heavy, heavy but mix of Lina. That, bef- I mean, I played like, I played a Huska game, I played a Mirana game, and I played a Zeus game. I think that's a mix, right? You, I only see, like, three games of not Lena on my page right now. So Yeah, I mean start scrolling down, dude. Come on. Alright, well I'm not gonna go back like two weeks. <laughs> no, that's a, it was literally before I started playing like six Lena games in a row. I played Husker and I played Mirana and won both games. Well, that's pretty good. Uh yeah, so that Husker game, like it started like I I randomly just queued ranked. I didn't even like wanna grind, right? But like, that game was so fun because we, like, I thought for sure we lost, but then we had, like, insane team fight and won, and I felt like I carried definitely because my Luna was, like, hot garbage. No offense to that guy. Um, So that motivated me to play again. Then I played Mirana game, and then I started playing Lina. Uh, fun hero, I gotta say. Like, it's definitely cool playing... Like, I know she's squishy and all that, but it's cool playing a hero where you can just press two buttons and push out the lane. And... Especially this patch with the, what's this item called? It's the like, the, the mix of three orbs. Oh, orb corrosion. You know, no, 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 not orb of corrosion. Why would I buy that on Lina? Come on, dude. Uh, 
What's it called? Let me search here. Uh, Soul Booster. So it's made oh. out of uh, Vitality Booster, Energy Booster, and Point Booster. So in a like normal Lina mid, uh, because I think you just go magic damage on Lina. I don't think you will right click like any right click items anymore. Like the magic damage is so good uh, in this patch. Uh, so yeah, Soul Booster. It's so cheaper, right? And in your Lina playthrough, you're gonna buy two Soul Boosters. Uh, so that like being cheaper is very very good for your build up. So I feel like I figured out the ideal Lena mid build right now, which I want to get into shortly, and maybe you can critique a little bit. So okay. I go one talisman, but before that I just rush bottle because you need bottle obviously right now. So I go bottle talisman brown boots, uh, Yules, Kaya, Travels, Aetherlands, Bloodstone. Octarine, Eggs, Egg Shard. And then the game's mostly over at that point. What do you think of this build-up? You said Bloodstone and then Octarine, correct? Yes. Okay. Um, hmm. I think that there are two... You, there's like I think that your build is good, and I think that if you wanted to deviate, here are the two ways that you can deviate, and it all has to do with your boots, right? So if you are in a game in which you can't rotate a ton as Lena, like if you think you're going to be like maybe just teeping in to defend tower instead of like, you know, like like hiking it, you can just kind of skip the the boots and like kind of rush the Yules for more mana regen and like Damn, you think kill so? combo. No boots? Yeah, I think you can. I think, I mean, it, like you don't need to get them super early, I think on some mids. If you're going to be farming primarily and like looking to like, totally like body your your mid opponent that can that can be an option or you, you just sure. delay the boots until like you it just finish. feels like it feels like i'm not really losing a lot by buying those boots because i'm just going brown boots anyway yeah i mean it's just like uh, uh it's valid if you I'll can you, sure. like if you get a yules while the enemy mid lane mid laner is still playing the lane it's like a free kill on their mid laner right yeah, that's true. I agree. I um, guess in some situations, put could be right. And then, but the, then again, if I don't have boots, how will uh, how will I walk up and yield them? I mean, you have high ground advantage. Like, I don't know. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, sure. there's a there's a number of ways you can you could set this up. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not a mid laner, to be fair. Um, I'm just thinking of ways to like maybe slim down. Deviate. Yeah, or deviate. Yeah. Um, and I then mean, you said what. Sorry, what I definitely like about this build is like you get the benefits of buying small items and then your build-ups are really nice as well. Because you go like Kaya, then you have that for a while and then only after you have Aetherlands, you actually upgrade it to Bloodstone. Yeah, so my... But the other critique I have is that... you Correct me if I'm wrong, but you said Yules, Kaya, Bots, Aether? Yes. Okay, so to me, I like the Yules, Kaya... But then immediately going the boots of travel, like unless you need the move speed hardcore in that game, I think that your mana will be like somewhat sustained from the previous two items. So you can probably just go get the Aether Lens to like have a more impactful team fight or like, you know, have more reach. Instead of getting the bots that don't really help you get like like closing that gap doesn't really help you hit the stun oftentimes. Whereas if yeah, you're from Aether if you have Aether Lens, like much easier to hit the stun. That is true, but my counter argument uh, would be that uh, because the new Kaya, I mean, it's not that new anymore, but the new Kaya, it does, it amplifies your mana region by like 50%. So as you said, Yul's Kaya is like with a couple clarities and bottle, obviously, is kind of all you need to sustain your mana yeah. uh, in the early game because you like can't spam that much, obviously. Uh, and at that point with the Kaya, uh, I'm going to be like, I, when I have boots... Uh, Yule's Kaya, it's usually around level 15 uh, or like level 13. So it's around the timing where I can just like clear creep waves with my Q and W and then the bots just like really help accelerate my farm is at least where I feel like. But I, I, I get what you're saying. Uh, I, I think you could make an argument for skipping like travels for one more item. But I feel like you shouldn't get them too late because like travels, they're a farming item, right? And most people, they just go Yule's travel on Lina. So I'm already delaying them by 2k gold by going Kaya first, which I definitely think is correct. Uh, it feels like just you're super weak if you just go uh, Yule's, uh, Yule's travels. But 
I guess I can see your point, but I think I'll still keep doing it my way. Well, I think that Yul's Kaya is good. Uh, so, like, here's the... It comes down to what your team wants to do and what you need to do in that game, right? So if you need to be splitting up the map and still farming at that at the point that you have Yul's Kaya, then you need to go get bots, right? Um, but if your team is looking to team fight, is looking to push down a lane, then you don't need to be you know you don't need bots to like respond to the other side of the map because you are trying to create the pressure you are trying to like dictate it and i don't i think that with like yule's kaya and then if you're going towards the aether lens like it's hard for teams to like fight into you if you're like surrounded by your team right like i yeah, yeah. it's it's tough to imagine like what heroes can get on top of this lena without dying for it and like if they have it, if obviously if Lena has for sure, that's a good point, honestly. Because, like, when I started to spam her again, because, uh, mm. like, I got into Lena, like, I think a couple months ago when I randomly bought the Arcana, I don't know why I did that. Although now I'm getting my definitely getting worth out of it, but it feels like she's not like as hard, like, as easy to kill as you would think. Like, definitely she can die when getting jumped, but I guess it's her movement speed and having the Yules plus stun, like. She's kind of deceptively hard to kill, I guess, in most of my games. I feel like it's like know. it's like a Luna to a degree. Um, if True, you yeah. if you botch the initiation in any way, like you don't get two heroes that like perfectly combo the stun together on her, or you don't have like one hero that like hundred to zeros her, she's just gonna turn around, blow up one core, and then be supercharged to fight the rest of your team, right? And exactly, if she has anybody exactly. around her, like all of a sudden that like it's not gonna work. You have to like give up. And then also, like, she's so fast. I've played against a lot mm. of Juggernauts in my ranked matches who, like, theoretically just, like, own Slina, right? With Omni Slash. But Juggernaut, he couldn't, like, in none of those games could the Juggernauts ever get on top of me. Because I'm just so fast. I just run, you know? Yeah, that's a... Uh... Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I would recommend playing Lina right now, guys. She's fun. Uh, straightforward I... cookie cutter. And also, oh my god, like... The reason why I think she's like actually a good mid now is her new level 25 talent that gives you minus 25 seconds Laguna Blade cooldown. Mm. Like, the timings, they just line up so well. Like, once you have eggs and egg shard plus all your other items, you're gonna be level 25 mostly. And then you have like a 15 second Laguna Blade cooldown that's like AoE pure damage, like 1.2k. Uh, it feels really nice. Like, very potent nuka for sure. Yeah, this is like one of the most annoying four heroes too in the game. Like I hate these like Marana Lina types that just like poke you from eight hundred range with like yeah, these yeah. these crazy strong right clicks, and you just like, well, we're a double melee lane. Like, guess we guess we have to buy like four salves in order to live. Yeah. Oh my god. Okay, we're we're spending way too much time on just like talking about this one here randomly. I sure. I guess we should probably move on to the news here. Yeah. <laughs> to read the future, I need entries. All right, getting into the news, uh, we're going to talk a bit about the EU DPC, the developments there. Then we're going to get a tiny bit into one game of the NA DPC, uh, and then we're going to do something special, which uh, I won't, I won't spoil just yet. Uh -huh. Cool. EU DPC uh, Alliance, they're looking really good. The, many people were doubting them. They were like ranked very, very badly in most uh, like caster and analyst predictions, but they beat OG 2-1, and then they also beat Team Nygma, who were looking very good previously 2-1. And then Team Nygma, their fortunes, they kind of turned around because they, they beat Team Secret, which everybody was very impressed by, me personally as well. But then they lost to Liquid and Alliance. So now that chance, it's definitely looking worse, like making it to the major. Um, I guess you could say in their favor that from now on, it's mostly easy matchups and they'll probably still be fine because a lot of teams won't be able to beat Team Secret and they did, which gives them like basically a free point compared to any everybody else. But still, like for their chances, it would have been very good to beat either alliance or liquid like you can you can afford one of those blunders but affording two is very very it's a bit yikes and on top of that in that series against alliance yesterday the first game they kind of threw a bit uh they had two racks and then nico baby on wraith king he bought a rapier and that's how they turned that game around uh 
And they just got caught like out in the open with the Wraith King having a rapier. So I think they played that a bit sloppy. And I mean, you know, it's like their second week playing with ILTW, right? So you can't fault them too hard for like still making some mistakes. But you know, if you want to make it to TI, you you gotta show up because right now it's not looking good for Nigma to make it to TI. Looking at the like DPC points that they have so far. Oh, he's so hot. <laughs> exactly. Like, I'm gonna be real. The tattoo? Come on. Very, very cool Dota player. I mean, I'm not a huge fan of tattoos, so I can't speak yeah. that, But I can definitely see the appeal of him, like, you know, being a cool, like, bad boy. <laughs> I don't know, but it sounds great. He's, like, a great, what does he keep calling great follow like on, shark? like, Instagram and stuff. Meme? Just see, like seeing shark? him, like, squatting in the middle of, like, Romania or something, I, like, gobbling yeah, it up. Like, I don't know. He's He's great. For sure. His Instagram, I do recommend following that. That's a pretty pretty good Instagram. Uh, doesn't post much on Twitter, but his Instagram is pretty funny. Uh, cool. Then something else I want to get into, you know, this game. It's been basically everybody's uh, been running their mouths about this game. Uh, Black and Yellow against Quincy Crew in the NADPC. This was uh, Envy's team playing against Quincy Crew, who obviously I think everybody knows. So... To sum up this game, uh, basically Quincy Crew, and uh, no, sorry, Black and Yellow, they take Megas, right? Um, and they keep throwing. Uh, they like lose a couple team fights in a row, and then like this game state, which nobody could like get into the heads, was that they had Megas, but they were like at some point while still having Megas, they were like 50k down while having Megas, so basically like the definition of a eternal envy game like it's the the finest eternal envy dota that you could think of and then you know they actually lost that game which was insane to me so i'm assuming most people have watched this game listening to the podcast because it was the nadpc and i just want to say i think this was so easy if envy just stops farming at some point because I see like so many cores do this dota it's so fast paced mm -hmm. and like these days that Around minute 45, depending like, you your are. power level as yeah. a core, you're just going to be maxed out, are. right? Yeah. Like, you're going to be 6 You can, like, very easily cap shadow, out at 45. Like, that, that feels to me like, like the soft cap even. in games is, like, 45-50 minutes until you hit the 60-minute items. And then, like, the game yeah, really but gets I mean, out of control. Yes. True, true. Yeah, but in terms of, like, stuff that you can buy, like, most carries, they just cap out at level 25. Uh, at minute 45 and what ee did here he just kept farming and i was like my god can you just stop clearing the map because his other two calls they were so under farmed because this like huge wraith king took just like literally every resource that was available on the map like at minute 50 his storm had three items which is like so bad at a minute 50 because storm he's like a fast farmer and he scaled so well but ee he's just like Sucking up all the farm in the entire map, uh, which is honestly why I think they lost because his other two like cores didn't have any items. Uh, so yeah, big throw. And to every every person playing carry, just stop farming. It's fine. Like you're capped out, just farm your buyback and then chill. Like stand in base if you have to, but just like yeah, I, let your other two cores have some fucking game, kills. But I, my god, or not kills. Wonder, just, like, do you let them have some gold. It's become it's so gradually weird. easier comeback versus mechas mm, I do think so because you know like the cap like the the cap of how strong a dollar hero can get it's continuously getting buffed and like you know now we have level 30 with 60 minutes yeah. items and like now, like, since a couple patches ago, we can get the, like, both talent trees at some point. So, like, heroes are just getting stronger and, like, creeps, like they're not really ago. getting stronger. It's, like, 
I don't, I can't even remember when like Mega Creep uh, got buffed recently. So, yeah, yeah I think I've, for I've sure even, like, these, these comebacks are becoming easier because like, like just the comparative power is Megas getting taken much from us, and that wasn't like what decided the game for them. Like they, like they were either tapping out before then because there was like some item timing that they just couldn't match on the enemy team, or they tap out. Like yeah, they're, they're able to say like, no, we can actually defend against Megas. Like this doesn't really pose a threat to us. We have a Sven, or we have you know some Battle Fury core. Like we have a a support that has picked up like a talent or a shard that gives them a way to farm. Like imagine like a an AA or a warlock. Like all of a sudden you have one the hero that didn't provide any wave clear for the first forty minutes of the game that in the late game is like able to single handedly like defend the base. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Uh, and yeah, mm. again, just creeps, they're, they're so weak these days. Uh, it feels like it really doesn't matter. And then, you know, you have like TP boots and stuff uh, where you can easily defend. And especially I feel like shards where these days, yeah. like in previous patches where like shards weren't a thing, you you have to have a core if you get Megat in base because the support, they just don't have the damage output to defend. Uh, but these days, like, even most supports, not every support, there's definitely some that still struggle, but, they literally, like, a lot of shards give, like, some form of AoE capability or, like, lower cooldown they on literally the AoE went patched to out supports. Pretty much so, every single Like, you uh, can just leave a support with TP boots in totally base and your cause can roam the map. Damage. Like, Bane got a sh AoE shard. Uh, Warlock got this, like, d talent move to a shard, so it's, like, more reliable. Um, exactly, uh, yeah. Slardar got to like gets to hit creeps like way harder with bash. Undying gets to like really hit creeps hard with decay for whatever reason. <laughs> um, yeah, so like even even these heroes that were like previously dead weight in the late game, like other than like yeah, yeah. whatever, um, they can now like effectively hit uh, creeps because for a while there it was kind of like even even still you'll you'll see like four heroes dead on the enemy team and this and the five on the winning team is not hitting like objectives and that's a little bit strange to me like i understand like yes they need to be ready for like other things but like i don't know yeah, yeah. At, at some point like all of all of your heroes should probably contribute to killing objectives and creeps which are objectives like in some way <laughs> it helps the game I agree, I agree, definitely. Uh, cool. Something else I did want to get into in this podcast was uh, mm -hmm. the time. It's running out, you know. Uh, it's getting May. May is usually when we get the battle pass. Like, usually it comes early in May. Uh, but maybe this year it'll be a bit later. I'm not sure. You know, COVID and stuff. Valve, they, they, they can't work, obviously. They always have an excuse. Uh but yeah, mm -hmm. what are like, some of your predictions for how this year's like battle pass is going to shape up to be? And I'm mainly looking for like arcanas and personas because well, I've already that's been baited. I already part, I like obviously. thought like, that the battle pass I think dropped, it's like, a week ago predict, like, off of like some dumb stuff, Reddit post or something that so I saw, many. and I I got baited. But you know who else has baited me? Valve. Valve has baited me by not <laughs> releasing the Specter Arcana. It is almost time for like the next ti and this arcana is still not out you, i has like what is this nonsense please please valve there will you know the law where like specter is just like a more advanced version of pa who like lost herself through like just killing people over and over again uh mm. she's like they're going to reverse that. So the Spectre Arcana is going to I, make her closer no, to PA. But kind I'm not going like to think how about how the I'm, PA Arcana <laughs> makes PA closer to Spectre. If you think about it, I'm just not. I'm not going to think about it because you confuse me and what I don't do you know Dota no. lore that well. Explain um, yourself. Do I don't even know don't what the PA Arcana like. PA, the PA Arcana doesn't really make her look like Spectre. Um, but I'll endorse your idea. All right, I like. But I'll endorse your idea that they should make Spectre. Like no, but like it makes her like, like more or like a, ethereal, like the, less of an apparition and more of like a physical being. You know what I mean? 
like like that would be cool to like see sort of like some of those core components rebuilt yeah yeah i agree yeah. I think that would that would like I would like to like actually awesome. be able to hear some kind her voice of like way to bring more personality to this like, vague, obscure like yeah any know, void of things I don't know. Mm, I want to see some like crazy form changing any, personas. Any uh, other like, see, like maybe a persona that changes troll warlords like form from when he goes for like ranged versus like melee you know what i mean like does like create changes his color or like you know that does some crazy animation in between like flips his axes juggles them i don't know oh that, that could be cool actually <laughs> yeah i mean there's I already mean, a little mini animation anyway or like something like seems like pay to uh, lose that uh, people don't like, care they i don't know if it looks cool mm, you take like lone druid and he like becomes a much cooler bear that's like on fire or something and in his ranged form is like uh 10 feet tall i don't know <laughs> okay <laughs> oh jeez mm. i i no. want i want the like persona i'm not sure which hero would be appropriate for this but i want a goat and dota oh i got one I uh, you you would think enchantress, but she also she already has a couple of cosmetics that kind of make her into a goat. Uh, I, I maybe maybe I think Tusk. I've got it. All right, Tusk could be a good it's, goat. Then his ulti is just a kick. Lichen persona because that changes him instead of a right? werewolf to a weregoat. All right, hit me. And he just like runs around like ramming people. That's pretty good. That's his like new attack animation. Is he just like attacks with the horns? That's dope. That's pretty good. I like that. I do like that. What is why? Yeah, I like that. Can we just, uh, like, a lot of people know. have been Bob's talking cool. about male quads. She's got an account. I don't think Let's they'll do that like, because uh, she just um, got her account last and, year. And to be real, do do we really need like to change yeah, more yeah. women think, in Dota? Think, yeah, just to, save like, that for men. one or two years. Is that really what we it'll, need? <laughs> like. No, that's what I'm. I'm saying like that's what the suggestion would be, right? To make a king of pain. And what I'm saying is, do do we need uh, that? Have we been I don't doing think... that? With through persona, yeah. And I'm cool. And I'm cool with I that. Mean, but I don't think we need to like we have solve all of a sudden add like a woman, male variants to like female characters. But that's pretty like... much it, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's not like a why not, but like. I feel like there's so many things you could do before that are like so much cooler I mean, I or more interesting or not Why just not? like giving us male versions of already existing characters. Alright, so do you want another Sure, because it's like actually do you it's want like a, adding like, some do you form want of representation another, like, to the game. Man turned into a woman then. Do like, you think that's I, I, that's what I'm saying is that there's no shortage of representation for the predominantly male base of Dota. Sure, yeah. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Uh, oh, that would be cool, but I. How about how about female? How about female Ursa? Because Ursa's thing is like already kind of like protecting his cups and stuff, right? It would be very fitting. Well, I don't. I don't, I, think I don't want to build into like in like in reality, like don't like the male bears. They just like don't. But yes, it is a bear. That's. <laughs> what I would say is I wouldn't choose. To make a female Ursa because I mean it's I don't know how you would it's distinguish a, bear, a female Ursa from a like, regular Ursa. What are you gonna put like lipstick on the bear? Like I like you know what I mean? Like it's ridic it's kind of a ridiculous concept. Um <laughs> That's some Pokemon shit, <laughs> by the way. They would like a hundred percent just like, oh yeah, this one has lipstick. <laughs> That's a good or like point, actually. it's a, I don't know it has a bandana. Oh boy. Okay, yeah, that's true. That's true. Maybe female Ursa isn't the way to do it. Maybe we could get. I'm not sure if that's an Arcana or a Persona, but we could get a third head on Jakiro. So my question like is: neutral head? Do like the uh, Arcanas and Personas fire, actually have like more implications like for head, these maybe? like characters? Because like, what is the lore implication of the Ogre Magi Chicken?
Uh, yeah, I but don't think. But some I mean, of them just I are totally disregarding it. Like the Invoker persona, it seems like it has law implications because it's like him when he was younger. But like the Pudge one, like is is yeah, like I'm I'm like is Pudge canonically Pudge British? Persona, like what's the law implication? What could that be? Like, that's no way. That's like canon. That so I don't funny. think they have. Okay, I no, just I don't no, know how don't the laws so. of. The Dota universe really are governed. I mean, I so think sets in general. Just, I don't want to step on anybody's so toes. They can go all out. Um, speaking of, <laughs> I'm not even going to. <laughs> speaking of stepping on toes, do you want to talk about our hero of the week? <laughs> do it. Say it. No, say it. Say it. <laughs> uh, yeah, let's do that. You're tougher than Axe thought! Come along! Feeding time. Have a cookie. Meepo! More Meepo! I love you guys! <laughs> oh, I love you guys. Alright, hero of the week for this one. Well, I think people step on his boy, toes. He kind of has like Demon. he has like four and very strange start, toes. He has like explain a flat how Demon steps palm. on people's toes. I wish that I was like a biologist or like an environmentalist that could like tell you which like family or genus like shadow demon belongs to based on his like foot pattern i feel like you could like it's definitely it definitely looks like an animal i've seen before um but yeah i think that he has an awkward stance so probably people step on his toes when they dance okay Sure. Okay, so I'll do his law because his law is actually like it's good law, as opposed to most other heroes. Uh, and then you're the shadow demon player, so I think it's better if you do the abilities. So his law, it's kind of insidious. So you know, obviously shadow demon, he's a demon uh, alike to doom and shadow fiend, but he's kind of a demon in a different way. So basically, his thing is he offers himself up to a servant to like a wizard or something and every time they make use of his services they get corrupted a tiny bit more so as opposed to doom who probably just like kills you or shadow demon who just takes your soul his corruption it's a lot more like slow and insidious uh but it's much more powerful for that um so his law is basically you know he he made a cult by corrupting people slowly and insidiously and at some point shadow fiend he was like tasting a soul and it was basically already sucked dry uh, because Shadow Demon, he took the soul already. Um, so I was very mad about that because he and Doom apparently have a deal where he like gets to get a certain amount of souls from people. Uh, so Doom and Shadow Fiend, they actually teamed up and destroyed the cult that Shadow Demon had going for himself uh, because they were scared of him getting too powerful. Um, but they kind of failed and they just, like they destroyed the cult, but they didn't destroy him entirely. I, I and now he's like kind of back and building like his cult back up. But this time, you know, like he's serious and, and he's out for blood and all that. Shadow That's Demon? basically his law. Okay. Gotcha. Is he like getting people to like hand over their souls? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a sect. To him? A Shadow, Shadow Demon sect, basically. Uh, no, I don't think it's voluntarily. They're like their slaves at this point. So like his thing uh, so is he's that like kind of, he's people like think he's their servant, like but in reality like he's corrupting the mind so much that I see. His just classic demon shenanigans. Yeah, yeah, sure. yeah. Something so we'll like go over uh, maybe his like most iconic yeah, classic uh, demon disruption. Stuff. All right, hit this us with Q. the abilities. Then. Uh, it it's can target your allied. Uh, or enemy units, um, only heroes. I uh, know. I don't know if it's actually only heroes. I'd have to test. Um, so it says banishes the target targeted unit from the battlefield for a short duration. Upon returning, two illusions of the banished unit are created mm -hmm. under Shadow Demon's control. The duration is two point five uh, two point seven five seconds, and the illusions will last for eleven to fourteen seconds. They just buffed it from eight to eleven at level one. Um, which makes this hero I That's think, so pretty long, strong in the early game now. Um, the illusion deals thirty, to, scaling up to seventy-five percent damage, and takes mm. three hundred percent. So it so it dies. They both die pretty quickly. Yeah. But you can like quickly over. <clears throat> yeah, you can quickly overwhelm um, 
enemy cores and things like that if they deal a lot of damage with their illusions they do a ton of damage um, you can turn it back on them or you can like buff up your team and give like these very strong illusions of your own strong yeah. cores to like throw them at towers or whatever and i mean that's pretty nuts yeah they do like cumulative 150 um, percent of the damage of the guy you're making illusions of Yeah, also, obviously, like, this, a very nice save spell. Like, this is why Shadow Demon hard counters people yeah. like Doom or Magnus or something, because, you know, uh, you're going to get chronoed, and then you just get put under, and that's that. That's that. I would say it's even better than you, that. You, you, when it's they like come uh, out, your ODS. They, you're you in don't a different know what dimension. the no, nothing target can hurt is you. immediately, uh, right? Like, you, you don't know which this. one to hit. So if you have a single target spell, you can't use it right away. Um, true, true. true. Very true. If you if the other team has good setup, yeah. on the other you can hand, essentially you can also set up for them with this spell team with this. Um, because you are banishing your teammate. Um, yeah. So his W is Soul Catcher. It uh, captures the soul yeah, of enemy yeah. units in the area, causing them to lose a percentage of their current health. When the debuff is removed, the units gain half the, of the lost health back. Uh, units of under the effect of disruption can still be affected by Soul Catcher. This deals pure damage. Um, it's like almost like removal, which used to be a thing. Um, it scales from twenty percent current health loss to thirty five percent, and the radius also increases as it scales up, as well as the duration scaling down. This is like a, this is a great ability to like kill big beefy heroes. Like you can remove like three thousand, four thousand HP in like the late game with this thing or something ridiculous if you like hit the right hero with it. But just. You know, true yeah if you get like an rp off yeah. or something you can very easily wipe a team and I mean, you can heal, like, like help wipe well, a team right? with this ability um it's pretty straightforward though i think this is like the one you probably max last in every case yep. doesn't scale that well um so then his e and uh d yeah i agree are connected spells yeah, this is this is how you like really play the hero in terms of your like second to second lane uh, winner, <laughs> like button clicking. Uh, you are going to be pressing Shadow Poison a lot. So it, Shadow Poison deals damage in a line and affects enemy units with a poison effect. The poison deals one, two, four, eight, sixteen times the stack damage based on the number of stacks on the target, up to five stacks. Obviously, you know it's a exponential. Or yeah, exponential sequence. I don't know. Maybe it's just it's just multiplying by two every time. Capped. Yeah, or yeah, something like that. Um, I'm not a math guy. Yeah, but it yeah, does a, a lot of a damage at five stacks. That's the that's the big ticket. <laughs> um, additional stacks only cause Me fifty matter. damage each. Um, and it it does deals damage when it expires it sure or when you release it using the sub ability. Um. Stack damage is 20, scaling up to 65. Um, and the hit damage is 26, mm -hmm. scaling up to 50. So I don't I don't have my calculator out, but if somebody does 65 times 16 and tells me they can live through it, sure, buddy. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Uh it's also like a, it's kind of a BM ability, I'll say, because sometimes like when I, I I used to do Shadow Demon mid quite a bit, and when I had five stacks on people, like I knew they were dead, but I just keep uh, putting stacks on them to me. Yeah, them. it's pretty fun because like there's no way they live off that, obviously. Uh, yeah, really nice. I gotta say it falls off in the late and you game can, though, because like, especially BKB. in team fights. It's you hard can, to consistently you know, like, uh, get a lot of stacks. No, you can't purge it. You can't. You can't dispel it, but you can do things to avoid hit, taking the damage. Like you can banish yeah, you can yourself. Purge it. Or oh, never mind. You um, can't purge it. Actually, you could like. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I mean, there's, there's definitely counterplays to but this. But then again, but that's where they have removed them, right? all you can of like, the really you easy ones. I think you used to be able to purge this. Yeah. Also, 
I gotta True. say, very low friend rebuild. By the way, know, this has a 2.5 second. He corrupts people slowly with this. You may not know so you, that so you're you already dead, basically. And it goes pretty far. Very um, low friendly. I don't see the exact range, but... And then you can, again, as yeah, we yeah, talked about, you can release obviously. it at any, at any time with another ability. Um, although that will... Note, that will release the damage on all of your active Shadow Poison stacks. So... If you are attacking, if you're using it on two enemies and you have five stacks on one and one on the other, there's, unless you are afraid they're going to regen up and like not die from the five stacks you already have on them or like whatever, you want to cancel the salve maybe, um, you should continue building stacks on the other hero that only has one before you release because mm. that five stack is going to tick out at some point anyway. So if you release early you're you know potentially gimping your overall damage basically true, um, true. and then the ultimate of shadow demon is demonic purge so it purges the target enemy unit yeah, uh, yeah removing positive sense. buffs and slowing the target for the duration this is one of very few offensive purges in the game very strong um very very strong ultimate um, the unit slowly regains its speed until the end of the duration upon which damage is dealt under uh, units under the effect Very of disruption strong. can still be affected by demonic purge. Um, it is a basic dispel. I don't know what a strong dispel would look like on <laughs> an aggressive dispel, but it it deals three hundred to four hundred damage. Um, and then if uh, we'll talk about the ags in a little bit, Michael, um, and it has a sixty second cooldown. Um, yeah, so the talents are pretty fun. I think that oh this, boy, <laughs> like this has maybe the the best tree for like upgrading your base abilities if that makes sense it yeah and like it gets uh, like his 15 and 10 talents them meh yeah uh, 20 and 25 I don't even some think really nice choices here especially so at 25 and then um, level so 30 is at level 10 you have assume. the choice between 10 like, strength insane. and 15 percent shadow poison damage I think in almost every game I go shadow sure, poison sure. damage unless I'm just like not able to live because getting like I mean it's it's nice if you're like literally yeah, getting yeah. run down by like a spirit breaker and you are afraid to like yeah, you're support. yourself strength, strength. at times or something like okay sure get strength so you don't die in one combo um but the 15% shadow poison damage is so value and it and percentage damage on your highest damage ability and the one that has like theoretically like a very high cap yeah it's very very good um i think you take it as a support or a core yeah exponential um, scaling 15, you have having percent on that plus that's 200 nice. demonic purge damage or 25 movement speed um this one's tough if you're having trouble landing your uh poison I would suggest taking the damage, speed. You can right? like reposition between sprays easier, um, and you can like die less often, right? You can like position yourself to save your heroes better, um, all that good stuff. The demonic purge damage is really good if you plan on going for the ags, though. And sure. It means that you have a at max level seven hundred damage nuke on your ultimate, so that's pretty good. I mean, if it deals 700 I mean, magical damage. Relative. I'm not sure if I would qualify something that needs 7 seconds to do its damage. As a new yeah, I mean, they 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 usually die during the duration or the, sure. the final tick kills okay. them. Delayed right? like, new. If see. that didn't happen, then the ult was probably just a zoning one. Right? Like, I don't know. Um, at 20, yeah, yeah. you get minus 1.25 second shadow poison cooldown, which brings it hmm. down to 1.25 seconds. Cuts it in half, literally. Um, and that, or you you can choose minus six second uh, soul catcher cooldown. I I go for shadow poison cooldown. I tend to play around it more often. Soul catcher cooldown is nice because all of a sudden what this ability, which is here? twenty seconds before, in the late game, he, heroes regen. Yeah, heroes regen over that, um, and it's a ten second duration, which means that they only get four it's seconds four, with that. Yeah, like, fourteen seconds. The health Seems added back nice. to them. So you can like kind of permanently remove HP from people, which is interesting. 
um maybe this is the, like when yeah. shadow demon was like truly broken it was because soul catcher was like way over tuned you could take 40 percent of someone's health with one point or something <laughs> the talent oh my yeah, god yeah. that was i think that's the maybe the like, best change they've if made somebody because died I, doing I felt that, like i like had to create that so many stuff it was a 10 talent previously where if you killed an enemy yeah, while they were under the effect of Soulcatcher, you got an illusion of the enemy. So it wasn't that powerful in the early game when you got it, but you had to pick it up because you felt like at you know, <laughs> yeah, 35, 40 minutes, you could potentially get you know, uh, an enemy hero for yourself. Like, what? <laughs> like, if they have a Luna and you kill her, you just take their racks. Like, who cares? Um, yeah, basically. But yeah, I think Shadow Poison's better. And at 25, you get the choice between two charges of disruption exactly. and minus 30 second demonic purge cooldown. I think that. Okay. This, oh boy. I think this one's going to get heated. I think oh the two charges boy. of disruption. That's really good. I think it might be better in almost every game. I think if you're going eggs, I think you almost always get the disruption. But that's a personal thing. Even if you're going eggs? Yeah, I don't think there's not many fights where you need all three charges. If you're and going if you eggs, charges, you're still going to disruption. Have saved up. Like, you know what I mean? Like you could have waited for that to tick down. It's only a sixty second cooldown per charge. It turning it into I don't know if it, I'm I'm. Yeah. I think. Sure. That the, I mean, I agree that's sure. probably correct because disruption. Yeah. It's definitely still probably his strongest skill. Um. But yeah, just get level 30. How about yeah, that? Because his that level the, uh, 30, you the, get the disruption charge. I don't know if it actually and the 30 second demonic um, purge cool from the charges. On that the is really good. Like it says the restore time that's is 60. Really and I don't know if that's static or if it changes with the cooldown. Um, but either way, like just imagine a team fight breaking out in which you start by disrupting yeah. two of their heroes. Like, like, how do you do? Or you just chain disrupt their one big core. Yeah. You know, yeah, it's exactly. insane. Yes. And you can um true, true. I'm I'm like ninety nine. Do the illusions sure like can you have four illusions and create more? illusions of illusions. Okay. That last cool. for I think the full duration. So like if you are scared of putting your like Luna under and like maybe oh. getting like ganked by heroes that are waiting around you, just yeah, you know, yeah. and they have like a manta or something, just Take the Manta Illusion and disrupt that instead and send it at Towers. I'm pretty sure that still works. Don't quote me on it. Mm. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Itemization-wise, like, this is pretty straightforward. You go, like, Aether Lens and you get four stars and Glimmers. Uh, but this hero is kind of funny in a way that he's a support. Most support, they, like... I mean, not as much anymore, but still, most supports they start strong and then get weak overall. But this guy, he only gets strong in the late game. He's like Do a support that scales like a carry, basically. But he still does. I like, think maybe maybe not things. in the five position, but like doing you probably damage. just have to pick up whatever your team needs. But if you are True. a four <laughs> yeah. or a core, I like to get um, Aether Lens as like my early item. Yules is okay on this on this hero. Um, like, four staffing glimmers are meh if you need them. Like, get them, I guess. Yeah, but for sure. I think that the secretly broken item on this hero is Arcane Blink. I think that this hero, it uses it better than, I think, any other hero in the game. And it's because, mm, like, very nice. think about I every mean, other I can Arcane definitely Blink see user. Why. You blink, you use your spell immediately. Like, imagine an, an Enigma, right? Like, you're getting the Arcane Blink to, like, get your combo out quicker. And then you don't really use any of the like the extra duration of Arcane Blink because Arcane Blink lasts like it's like a six second buff or something like that. Um, mm. With Shadow Demon, you can literally get out the full five stacks in that duration, easily every time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and I'm imagine Correct. it's not yeah, even can, about yeah, that it's like because an, like you the get instant disruption, soul catcher comes like, out really quick. You can get your a full shadow round poisons, of your spells. It's actually like you go game. like machine gun shadow poisons. It's I did it maybe in a I've done it in a few pubs. I've done it in some in houses, and I think maybe in a mm. battle cup we did like a few like, like a few weeks ago. 
But yeah, this is, I think it's really, really good. And it's so fun. It's, I think this is like a really fun, do not uh, remember cheesy mid-hero to pick up. Yeah, if they don't have an answer, um, it's really good. Also, True, um, yeah, I've done we haven't talked about the Ags, he's, the Ags shard. He's very fun in the world. So we should probably do that. Um, so the Ags, I'll go with the shard first, because it's a little a little in more interesting, a little, a little more new. Um, True. It oh, allows yeah. Demonic Purge to be cast on allies, continuously dispelling them and healing for its damage values. Does not slow allies. So this is weird. If you need, like, if you're worried that they have, like, a lot of, um, like, a applicable slows and weird like abilities like imagine like a veno or something this might be a good counter otherwise i don't think you pick it up i'll be real yeah the the ags if it is a mm. good game for ags you get it every game yeah you the eggs is definitely the main state like here. your first real item um so the cooldown is removed from demonic purge when you get the ags it's replaced with three charges that replenish every 60 seconds and it causes Demonic Purge to break its target passive abilities while active, lasting for seven seconds, able to be chained together. You can do three at the same time on oh, three different core so enemy heroes. <laughs> yeah. Or, you know, just have everything on like a PA or Centaur mm -hmm. or something. Timbersaw even, like, just... A lot of, especially since like they removed a lot of the breaks of if like you, mix if you and literally stuff, wanted like, to, you could be the real game and just like click all three on the same like, hero and just watch them just, explode like, for twenty one hundred for some heroes. No, I'm kidding. Um, oh, I... yeah, and even with that, like with uh, like uh, sh the Shadow Blade upgrade, uh, Silver Edge. You need to like put yourself in danger to apply break. Yeah, this it's such I a think powerful the, mechanic. A With Shadow Demon, nope. If you have an Avalanche, you know you can break somebody uh, where he never Spectre, even sees you. For example, what you do, you 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 cast your ult on Spectre, you disrupt him. He comes out. He has desol He has like illusions with Desolate hitting him. He has no passives. He can't hit anything. He's just a, literally a sitting duck. You know, an Ursa. What happens if there's an Ursa at like sixty percent slow with no fury swipes? Like that feels bad. You wanna you wanna press in rage and like take that damage right now? Like yeah, I guess boy. you can. Like maybe you maybe it'll come at the end, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you have to pop it right away. It's like a Yeah, I mean, it doesn't dispel yeah. it. It just makes it... I think it'll go quicker. I mean, even then, like, the enrage, it doesn't... It's undispellable, right? Yeah, it's... Yeah, this... this so, like, with a lot yeah, of core even, even when you're enraged, like, like, you're not going to do the damage This is a great hero to combo with uh, heroes that benefit from illusions. It's really good. And a great hero to destroy heroes that utilize illusions or that utilize passives really well. Um, Bristleback... <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah no mercy at all and and like even in like the lane and in the game no like, mercy he doesn't really have a way to deal with the shadow poison a lot of the time he just has to kind of sit there and like eat it or like try to like juke it it's bad yeah for sure all right uh, that was Shadow Demon, good hero, probably one of the best scaling supports in the game. Uh, just scaled so nicely. Uh, you're just gonna exactly. get strong in the late game. Uh, play him, build uh, cool items on him like eggs, and have fun. Noobs as noobs. Holy shit! If you want peace, you must prepare for war. If you want war, you must also prepare for war. The lesson is always prepare for war! Last segment of the podcast, Noobs are Snoops. Uh, first question by Titus on Dormadon. Why do people like EE so much? I think it's just because, uh, as we mentioned, his throws, like he has very high highs and very low lows, so it makes for very exciting gameplay to watch, I guess. Yeah, this week I I, I went back and watched some old 5050s, which you should do and like look them up on YouTube if you want. Um, it's insane how creative 
of a player he is and how he can kind of like imagine the game unfolding like maybe like 30 seconds or even an hour before it happens right like you'll hear he mm. walk in like like start up a game and say something that like proves true like 55 minutes later and maybe it's not in the way that he expected or he didn't play it right i mean obviously you can you could say a lot about ease play um yeah <laughs> it's very uh it's like rolling the dice i guess um i just but... i i just distinctly remember his ember at the shanghai major that was some fun fun stuff to watch yeah i don't think there's any like i like seeing ee play like uh heroes that just go to the late game and make the game devolve into something else like yeah true terrorblade or chaos. naga or like a lone druid or something like that are just so insane and so off the wall like hard to deal with that it i don't know there's the, like e makes dota into something other than dota and that's why <laughs> i think people that's enjoy people watching like him. him yeah uh, next question by uncle bourbon in china ee is known as the artist to, uh, due to understanding his decision making uh being able to be understood as art. There's some weird grammar there, Uncle Bourbon. Could we get an analysis of his art? I mean, that's kind of what we just gave, huh? Yeah, I think that, that we talked uh, a, yeah, a decent yeah. amount about We his, covered E. No more E talk, sorry. Uh, next question by Greg. What is your favorite comfort food? Uh, you go first on this one. I used to go to like Chili's, the American Tex-Mex chain restaurant and order fajitas on my birthday like every year and mm. i make it quite often for myself um nice I don't know. Uh, my favorite comfort food is something my dad makes it's called osh it's an iranian dish because my dad's of course iranian um it's a uh, it's kind of a very thick noodle soup which is like almost slimy i mean slimy sounds disgusting but it's slimy in a good way if you get what i mean um yeah. And it has like noodles, lentils, coriander, and a bunch of other stuff. It's very, very delicious. I love it. Yeah, I'm into lentils and coriander, as you say. Mm. Uh, next question by Beef Bomber. Who's going to be in book two? And who do you wish would be in book two? Uh, I guess he's referring to the anime here, the Dodo 2 anime. Um, who I think will be, I mean... They showed, like, somebody from, like, a pangolin in the mm. book, too. But I think people said that that was not actually Pangolia, right? It was just, like, the alchemist cameo that we had, like, the ogre. That, like, it was the ogre, but it wasn't actually alchemist's ogre. Um, so, so I'm not sure if it's Pangolia, if it, like, Pangolia is in there. Who I wish would be there, I want to see CM and Lena in the anime. Because I mm. think they're very, like, distinct with and defining to Dota. And Juggernaut as well, actually. Yeah, Dragonaut, I, he's kind of the poster child of Dola, right? Yeah, a bit. I mean, I I think that the the really boring answer here in sitting in front of us is like they they keep calling it like Dragon's Blood Book Two, and so I assume that Davion is going to continue to be. Yeah, I mean, obviously, I think that's a given. Well, well, what I think I was, or at least what I was hoping for, is that it would like Dragon's Blood would be the title of the first book, and the second book would have a different title, and they would all just go under, you know what I mean, like Dota colon Dragon. Yeah, but Dota colon. I think it's pretty clear that they're like continuing the story of Davion, right? Well, maybe I would know if I had watched the last episode. Ah, okay. Well, yeah, you should watch <laughs> the last episode, my man. So I think that Warlock's going to be in book That two. could be cool. Yeah. That would be I sick. mean, he's like a demon summoner. Maybe he's like instrumental and like locking Terrorblade away somewhere. I think he... Like he read the book, he know how it works. He'd be a great like villain also. But if he's True, like... yeah. Like, bring, like he makes a deal, a compact with a Terrorblade to bring him back. Sure. I mean, I'm not sure if Terribly is the kind to make, like, deals with people. But He's a demon. I, I get what you're saying. Warlocks make demon, deals with yes. demons. You know. I know, but Terribly, I think, doesn't make deals. Like, he just kills you, right? Well, I don't know. I don't know the lore. <laughs> I mean, I could spoil something that he does on the last no, episode. That he, like, is capable of killing. But I, I will not spoil, Please. obviously. I would never. Um, last question by Dora Lidestroyer. Which hero would win a talent competition? I mean, 
I wish it would be someone like, uh, I don't know, Bristleback or Tusk with a like, cool, weird, unique talent. But what always pisses me off about German talent shows, there's like so many distinct talents that people show. And then the end, the person who wins, it's almost always a singer. So it would probably sadly just be Naga Siren. I was going to say like Tiny would be a great choice for like, uh, I don't know, boulder tossing or like, tire throwing you know i mean that's not the talent right i mean that's just what what do you mean unique to toss a boulder everybody can toss a boulder yeah okay everybody can like i'm talking about like a you know like a two-ton boulder or something like you know and he like already like drags a car like that would be a cool talent just like a strong man basically yeah you know who can who's strong i feel like tiny is like the ultimate strong man just capable of doing anything true i mean he is a mountain He's literally a mountain. And I guess his transformation, like his growing, could also uh, be interpreted as a type of talent. What if What if he dances like during his growth period, like as like a, like a, a lead up to his strongmaning? You understand what I mean? Like he's like yeah, that sounds up, cool. Dancing up to I'm the barbell. Yeah. Nice. All right. Uh, that's it for the Noobs as Noobs. A little short segment here because we're already a bit short on time. But yeah, we'll, we'll be open for your questions again next week, of course. Uh, of course. I think that's it for the podcast. Uh, thank you, Sam, for being here, recording with me. Uh, thank you, everybody, pleasure. for listening. And we'll be back next week. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.